0: Clap your hands, all you people. Make a joyful noise unto God. The devil is a liar. I said, the devil is a liar. I see you prevailing. Ah! In the name of Jesus. Somebody in this lane, after this year's Easter convention, a year by this time, you shall be counted among the married somebody in this lane a year by this time after the Easter convention you shall carry your own child somebody in the extreme lane a year by this time after the Easter convention you would enter into a brand new door a new door shall be opened unto you Come on, if you are a believer, put your hands together and bless God. Listen to me. God is coming our way very strongly. Tell somebody, hang in there. You see, the other day, the the prophet Isaiah said, for since the beginning of the earth, of the world, that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Then he said, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that waits for him. Now, Paul the apostle in the New Testament, quoting from this same prophetic um, um, writings of Isaiah, also said, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. And he said, neither has entered into the heart of man The things that God has prepared for them that love him. Now, when you read it on the surface, it looks like it's a contradiction. Because when you are quoting a prophetic writing from a prophet, you should quote verbatim what he has written. But you see, Paul is a spirit man. Paul understands the dynamics of the spirit. So whereas Isaiah said they that wait for him, Paul said they that love him. But you see, if you are a spiritual man, you'll understand that it is not a contradiction because lovers of God are waiters for God. So Paul the apostle and Isaiah the prophet are speaking the same thing. I came to announce to you that you should hang in there Not too many days or weeks from now, you are going to receive a divine visitation. I see divine visitation coming somebody's way. That thing you have been waiting for and believing God for all this time. After this Easter convention, beginning from right about now, I see the door open for you. I said, I see the door open for you. I said, I see the door open for you. you. I see God wipe the tears off somebody's eyes. I said, I see God wipe the tears off somebody's eyes. I see God disappoint the expectations of the enemy against somebody in this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You too, you shall sing the song of Zion. He said the redeem of the Lord shall return again unto Zion with singing and that everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. I see you come with a new song. No, you don't understand what I'm saying. I said after right now you will come back tomorrow evening with a new song. Some of you, you will share testimonies tomorrow night of what the Lord has done. Right now as you are there, you don't know something but God is working behind the scenes on your behalf. And tomorrow you will share the testimony. Some of you you will receive good news on your phone. After this service. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the name of the Lord Jesus. The other day. The Bible said. And as the women walked to the tomb. Mahali Atunaya. As they walked to the tomb. Then they questioned among themselves. Who shall roll away the stone. Do i have a witness here is somebody here asking the same question who shall roll away the stone who shall take care of the rent? who shall do this and that for me where is my heart going to come from but i came to declare to you and that this prophetic unction, an angel of the lord is being released when they got to the tomb mama when they got to the tomb an angel had gone ahead and has rolled away the stone the stone is an obstacle. Now by prophetic decree, I declare that whatever is an obstacle, by the speaking of the blood, I said, your angel have gone ahead. When they got there, the angel has rolled away the stone and has sat on it. And asked, why seeketh thou the living among the dead? I'm speaking prophetically this morning that the angel of the Lord has been released in advance for somebody here under the sound of my voice. You may be asking the same question: For who shall roll away the stone? Because the people that put the stone there, they don't intend to roll away that stone. And they place the seal of the king on the stone. So it becomes an act of illegality to go touch that stone. But when divinity steps into the affairs of humanity, protocols are broken. The Bible said, angels that excel in strength. I'm like, "What, what are you talking about? When the angel got there, just by a finger, he moved the stone. Sister, your stone has been removed. Oh, your stone has been removed i said your stone has been removed whatever remains a stone like those women that you keep contemplating about i said a year by this time is gone tomorrow by this time is gone your stone has been rolled away And the worship people helped me when I was in the room and the worship was going on, I was enjoying it and there was a song they were singing which is still echoing in my spirit and I want all of us standing to sing it it's good to sing Christian songs, some of you when I enter your car now the kinds of things I wish it. you must understand the dynamics of atmosphere Uh-huh. See, it's a nice Christian song come on everybody let your hands sing it uh-huh. do we have believers in the house Come on, sing it from your heart to the Lord. I'm telling you, it's a powerful song. Come on.
1: A song, a a Hey, am
0: Yeah, be Finish with that one. Allen.
1: Allen. Come on. A celebration, come on, somebody. Celebrate the Redeemer, celebrate the resurrected one,
0: celebrate the Lord, celebrate the Lord. Allah got on the that is the chorus of heaven. Come on now.
2: <speaking>
1: Can <in Spanish> I hear you say? <speaking in Spanish> Oh, Amen. Amen. May the heavens be sadara,
0: this open heaven's atmosphere let burdens be lifted let yokes be broken let chains be crashed, let mantles fall let giftings be released let destinies be loose in the name of Jesus Christ the son of the living God let the power of God into destinies into marriages into families into businesses into individual lives in the name of the Lord Jesus and in life here that the enemy has messed up, we declare a repair right now by the auspices of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, and now let the hand of the Lord be strong let the enemy lose his grip let the snare be broken let the evil net catch fire let the prisoner go free that they may sing the songs of Zion Just take your seat, clap your hands somebody blessed over here. I'm excited. Right from the office from Friday. I, when I go to speak outside, I'm very careful because one of the graces God has given me is this, is the, is the unction of the psalmist. I don't think I sing a lot in this church, but I sing. I'm a worship leader by the grace of God. Done for, well, for many, many years in actually many, many years days of Ola Williams and many years and (laughs) the giftings of God, it hasn't left it's there we use it to (laughs) to do things (laughs) yes, amen and you have to learn how to create an atmosphere don't sit down and allow the devil to be doing all the talking that's where the problem is Because let me tell you something. All all you need is a song. I'm telling you. And now they were kept at the inner dungeon. But at midnight. Only one song and one prayer point. Was enough to disgrace the devil. Your devil has been disgraced. I want to take the opportunity to appreciate the man of God. Thank you for inviting me. God bless you so richly. I have no pains, no troubles, no worries coming here at all at any time. Uh, If it is possible, we could sacrifice anything to be here to share fellowship and uh, to be in God's presence. And I don't take the invitation for granted. Like I did say in the first service that there are many uh, you could have invited to come speak and so, for me to be here, uh, myself, my wife, my family, uh, we don't take it for granted at all. We want to say, God richly bless you. Let's put our hands together. And let's appreciate his wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mama, God bless you. God bless you. Don't underestimate quiet people. Yeah. When, you know, in the church, church members are... They are very easy to underestimate quiet pastors' wives. No. But they do a lot at the background to support and to push the work that you have no idea about. Not everybody has been anointed to have an outward ministry. If you read your Bible, some have what we call the ministry of helps. So like John, you are not to be seen. You are not anointed to be seen. You are anointed to be under the platform, praying, whilst the man of God is on the platform, preaching. And you should be very happy that you are under the platform. (laughs) Amen. So let's put our hands together one more time for our mama. And then, want to take the opportunity to salute all the leaders. Church workers, everybody that has been helping in one way or the other to push and to advance the work. 1 Corinthians 15, the Bible said, be steadfast. Tell somebody, be steadfast. And tell the person, be unmovable. Stop listening to people. Yeah, be focused on God. Be steadfast and be unmovable. And he said, always, not sometimes, not when you are happy, not when you like the pastor. Not when you like the message, but always. Come on, say always. Whether you are offended, do it. You understand it? But always abounding in the works of the Lord. Not in gossiping. Not in destroying the church. Not in maligning the pastor. But get yourself short in the word And in the work. Is somebody here with me? Uh-uh. He said, when you do these things, and eh, your profiting shall appear unto all. So, God bless you all leaders, elders, Dickens and whatever name you may have, I don't know, but I <laughs> use hallelujah. Well, very briefly this morning in the first service, we were looking at some winning keys of destiny. And I did say that is one word that is very commonly used: destiny. Destiny, what is it? That we can keep using a word or hearing a word for a long time and don't really take time to appreciate or to find out what it really means. So I said that your destiny is your purpose or the purpose of God for you on earth. Amen? I said amen? Your destiny is the agenda of heaven for you. Your destiny is the reason why you were born. That is to say that you are not here for an accident or by an accident. You are here for a reason. Say, I am here for a reason. That reason put together amounts to what we call the destiny of a man. Your destiny is the prophetic agenda of heaven for your life. Your destiny is what is written in God's book concerning you. Do you know God as a book? I said, do you know God has a book? Yeah. It was said of Jesus when he entered the synagogue that he took the scroll and he opened and the Bible said to the place where it was written of him. He didn't read the one written of me. He read what was written of him. <laughs> so, you go look for what is written of you and read it out and act it out. There is a script in the scriptures for you to act out. I said it in the first service. Filmmakers, they deal with scripts. Is the root word for scripture. Script. Everybody here got a script. Your destiny is the expectation of heaven for your life. Heaven has an expectation for you. Every man and every woman has a destiny. There is nobody, listen, you can have an unplanned pregnancy and give birth to a child, but there is nothing like an unplanned child, hear me, whether the child came by rape or by consent. I know it's difficult for you to take, but I'm telling you, Yes, it may be an unexpected pregnancy and an unplanned pregnancy, but that child is not an unplanned child. He said when Pharaoh's decree went into effect, that the mother and the father of Moses, they took the child and they hid the child. In Hebrews, we are told that they did all of that by faith because they saw that the child was a good child. Now, what is faith? He said, now faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So, it means that on that occasion, the mother and the father of Moses heard something scripture was silent on in Exodus. The scripture was silent on it. But what they did was as a result of something they heard. Because That's what the Holy Ghost tells us in the book of Hebrews, in the New Testament, that they hit Moses by faith. What is faith? Hearing from God and taking action. So please, every child, irrespective of the circumstance surrounding your birth, you are a destiny child. We were looking at about three keys. There could be more. To help us. In number one, discovering the destiny of God for our lives. And then going on to fulfill the same. I said in the first service that you don't decide your destiny. You discover it. Because your destiny was designed by God. You can't design your own destiny. No, 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 no. And there is no school or university in the world that can give a man his destiny. No, 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 no. Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake. When it comes to destiny, it's God's arena. And so, we read from the book of Jeremiah. Can we quickly look at it? Quickly. Three keys. Number one, know God. But let's look at Jeremiah 1 I think verse 5 quickly. 4K quote. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying verse 5 Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Listen. This is a mystery. I don't understand. So, because I understand in a way also that sometimes scripture is what answers scripture. So, when you just oppose this one with the creation story in Genesis, that God created man in his image and in his likeness. So I said in the first service that God first created man's spirit before he gave him a body. You have to catch this as a basic truth of your Christian faith. The way you are seated right now with your hairdo and your dress is not the way you were first of all design a spirit man or a spirit being. That is what creation is all about. Then after you were created, then God gave you a body to carry your spirit so you can have an intercourse and a relationship with your outside world. So in the book of Corinthians, we are told that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation when you come into Christ, since you came into Christ, your head has been the same. This coming to Christ, born again, new creation, hasn't affected the shape of your head at all. He's talking about a spiritual experience. So, the Lord says, Jeremiah, I knew you as a spirit being when I created you. And then I went on to now form you in the body. So the fetus that is developing in the stomach is a divine container to carry the spirit that was created by God before the foundations of the earth. This one too is a mystery. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Are there believers here? I said, hallelujah. So, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sank thee. So there were things I did before ever your mother said yes to your father. Hey. Before I formed thee in the belly, so in the belly, what is going on is the formation of man. But before that formation, The spirit has already been created. And I sanctify thee. And I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. I didn't bring you to become the president of America. Do you see how destiny works? So your destiny is not decided by you. When you become born again and the spirit of God now comes to live in you, you must now go on a discovery mission. Why am I here? What am I called to do? What part do I have to play in the body? A few months ago, I was sitting in church on the 12 little foxes and I was looking at the 12 different kinds of church members. Then after that, I was looking at what I call church portraits. And I was looking at the description of the church in the New Testament by the Pauline Revelation. How that Paul described the church as a temple. He described the church as a body. He described the church as a family. He described the church as an army. There about six or seven of them. As a temple, come as a temple, come as a temple, temple. And I was saying that, you see, in the Old Testament, God requested that they build him a temple. Why? So that he can tabernacle amongst them. If you are a Christian here listening to me this morning, the dynamics have changed under the New Testament. So, whereas we thank God for this air-conditioned auditorium, that is not necessarily what God is looking at. You see, God graces our gatherings with his presence because, not because of the building, not because of the perfection of sound. Because the Holy Ghost now lives in you. Now the Bible said where two or three are gathered together in my name there I am in their midst. Churches move. Buildings don't move. Where did this church start? Ah, not if you go there now they will tell you that the church has moved. Is that not it? Which church moved? It's the people. The place we're meeting is still there. But they say, the church has moved. I can see what I'm saying. Which church has moved? The people, where two or three are gathered together in my name, my presence is assured. Put your hands together, bless God. Very, very important. Temple, come on, say temple. But the Spirit of God, if you are looking for the Holy Spirit on earth, He's in you. And He's in you. And He's in you. And He's in you. That is the abode of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is not in Jerusalem. I have nothing against going on a trip to Jerusalem, but the Holy Spirit is not living in Jerusalem. The Holy Ghost dwelleth in the inside of the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. Come on say destiny. Please let, let's know God. Let's enrich our understanding. I will show you a scripture in second second Peter. Come with me to second Peter chapter 1. Verse 1. Second Peter chapter 1, put verse 1 on the screen please. Thank you. Second Peter. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our savior Jesus Christ. What a blessing. Verse 2, look at it. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Come on, say grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our God. Look at me, look at me, look at me. What he's saying here is that there is a direct connection between the knowledge of God and the grace a man carries. Is somebody here with me? Come on, say grace. I can't even say grace. Come on, say grace. So, the amount of grace you walk in is determined by your knowledge of him. The less you know of him, the less grace you operate with. Is Somebody here with me. And there are different kinds of grace. Grace for different kinds of activities and different kinds of assignments. Come on, say grace. For different kinds of assignments. Say this morning, I declare I receive the grace of God over my life in the name of Jesus. Say I declare that my head shall not lack oil. Grace, come on, say grace. Grace. Let me finish that verse and then I move on. So, the extent of your knowledge of God determines the grace that you walk in. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and to virtue. Tell somebody, know God.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: God. no God. It will help you in discovering and fulfilling your destiny here on earth. The second thing I spoke about is that you should also learn to know yourself. Tell somebody, know yourself. Number one, know yourself as a spirit man, which I've spoken about already. Know yourself and understand your true identity. Don't try to be like somebody else. Is somebody here with me? If you take on somebody's identity, you cannot fulfill the destiny of God for your life. So we have an identity crisis on our hand because so many people want to be like other people. Know yourself, as it also pertains to your assignment. Say my assignment. So give me John chapter three. Let me try and fast track this so we can do a little prayer and then I'll hand over quickly. John chapter three. Assignment. 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 Know your assignment. Where you is Saying, what has God assigned you to do in His house? What is your assignment here on earth? And listen, you don't have to be a preacher to have an assignment. Preaching is just one. There are many thousands of assignments God has for his people. Assignment. John chapter 3 verse 25. Quickly. quick. Some of John's disciples began arguing with the Jew about the matter of ritual washing. No, I don't like this translation. Give me King James, please. Okay, verse 26. Verse 26. Okay, verse 26. Verse 26. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptizer, and all men come unto him. All men are going to him. Listen, when you stay with your assignment, God will command people to your dwelling. When you do what? When you stay with your assignment, irrespective of where you are, God will bring them to you. Tell somebody, stay with your assignment. Don't get involved in busybody about somebody else's assignment. Next verse. We haven't finished, please. Next verse, please help me. And, the, and John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Next one, quickly. Let's do it quickly. 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 You yourself bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. They were forcing the Christ thing on him. He said, I am not the Christ. But that I am sent before him. Listen, do you know why God has sent you? Sometimes the reason for frustration even in church is that people is like square pegs in round holes. Sometimes people can be in church and you may be in the wrong department. Listen, sometimes even the fact that you can sink does not mean you should become a chorister. Let's understand the way the Spirit of God works. Yeah? Amen? Know your assignment as part of knowing who you are and be confident in that assignment. If you are the saint one, be happy about it. I said, be happy about it. Know yourself. And then the last one, which we'll stand on to pray before I hand over the microphone. Know the enemy or your enemy. Tell somebody, know the enemy. Know your enemy. Now, let's look at Matthew chapter 13 now, quickly. Put it there for me. Sudakambalahashaya. I skipped a lot of scriptures just to keep with the time and then we pray shortly and we're out of here. From verse 24, this is on the parable of the test. Another parable put he forth unto them saying, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Next one quickly. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tests among the wheat and went his way. All right, next one quick. Gonna pray right now, quick, quick, quick! But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the test also. Hey. So the servant of the householder came and said unto him, this not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? Look at me, everybody, lift up! It. Listen, you can't sleep under this you know moonshine." I said in the first service, it is good to have everything in order but never take the God factor out of it because life is more than what you see with your eyes. The son of man went and sowed good seed in the ground. He should wake up in the morning rejoicing because when you sow good seed, you should reap a good harvest. Did the Bible not say you will reap what you, you sow? So you sow a good seed. You wake up and you have a good seed and a tear. Lift up your head and look at me. Tell somebody, you must know the enemy. Listen, if you are going to fulfill the destiny of God for your life, you must understand that there is an enemy out there who will do all he can to stop you. Many have not discovered their destiny. Many have not fulfilled it. Many have been frustrated. Even sometimes for those who get to know their destiny, for one reason or the other, they are not able to manifest into fulfillment. It's called the bewitched destiny. In the old English understanding, the word "witch." means to change or to bend. To change or to bend a thing. And I declare that if your destiny here has been tampered by the enemy, let the blood speak for you. I shall let the blood speak for you. Next verse, quickly. Next verse, quickly. Let's finish it quickly. He said unto them, an enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, Would thou then that we go and gather them up? Go all the way to verse 36. Quickly. Verse 36 to 39 and then we are done. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house and his disciples came unto him saying, Declare unto us the parable of the test of the field. Verse 37. Quickly. Quick, 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 quick. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. He that sowed the good seed is the son of man. All right, next verse quickly. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. Listen, sometimes you can be a good Christian and have everything in order, but you are not getting desirable results. Eh? It is not automatic. The moment you are going through that kind of an experience, see, the, the Bible said the S, they ask, from whence came the test? the I we tell you, because you eat well. You are a good dietitian. You exercise well. From whence came this heart attack? Please understand, you have an enemy. I just want to push this one very strong. Because sometimes you can have a group of people in church who think their life is just one plus one equals two. And sometimes one plus one can give you zero. You are beautiful. You have a good character. You are a good lady. You work hard in the church. But the marriage is not coming. What's going on? The Son of Man sowed good seed in the ground. When he woke up, there was ten. Jesus said, "The enemy is the devil." I've now me- mentioned it in English. My the first service, I used to one languages. Yeah? The enemy is the devil. Tell somebody, "The enemy is the devil." You see, some of you, you have become such fine-tuned Christians. And so there are some vocabularies and jargons that are, uh, because in your quest to become a very nice Christian, please, I beg your pardon. Jesus said, the enemy is the devil. (laughs) You don't have any enemy. Your enemy is your indiscipline. (laughs) Leave that to the. Listen. Listen. I said, we are not... When I, when I stand here in the pulpit, because you see, we will give a greater account. And so we must be very careful the things we tell the people. And Paul said, when I came among you, I determined to know nothing, and yet he was a philosopher and a lawyer. I determined to know nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified. If Jesus says, your enemy is the devil, Please, stop giving it another name. When did you become a philosopher? Amen. I said amen. I said amen. Do we have believers in us? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. Atta. It is not everybody who is a child of God, and you should not apologize for saying it as it is. John 1 12, he said, For he came to his own, but they didn't receive him. But as many as he received him, to them gave he power. To become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. It's not everybody who's a child of God. And I I don't apologize for making that statement. And they are in politics. They are in the church. They are in the world. They are in the marketplace. And they are planted by the enemy. To interfere with the destinies of men. People like Haman who operate in the corridors of power seeking for the destruction of the people of God. Lift up your hands. Say, I declare by the speakings of the blood of Jesus that any son and child of the wicked one assigned into my space by the speakings of the blood, I command you to be uprooted. I said to be uprooted. I said to be uprooted. Uh, thio, uh, thio. Jamme, uh, and uh, a fianca girl or boy is taking your office and your husband. So, uh, so, uh, me man, yeah? No, 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 no. Go on your knees. That is the child of the wicked one. That is the child of the wicked one. And by divine authority, we approve the children of the wicked one. By divine authority, let them be uprooted. Let their plans fail. Let their gatherings scatter. Let their gatherings scatter. Let their tongue be frustrated. In the name of Jesus. May the arrow of the Lord pierce through. You are crying on your bed. Say, Pastor, there is this new guy who has been transferred into our department. And nobody has peace. What are you waiting for? For the people that do know their God, they will do exploits. You have the power to command that thing out. Say out. Say in the name of Jesus, I command you out. <laughs> Tell somebody the enemy is the devil. I'm helping you to pronounce it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The enemy is the devil. The evil. The harvest is the end of the world. The reapers are angels. But I want you to understand that there is an enemy. If you don't know the enemy, your destiny can be cut short. It can be what? I'm telling you, I was sharing something the first service. Ha, a lady, any time a man proposes to her, strange things will appear on her face. True story, a believer. And uh, after some time, the men will change their mind, and so she kept changing church. So when I got to tell they her sister death sentence. What are you talking about? We declare the name of Jesus that any evil one planted in our space by the speakings of the blood. I said, by the speakings of the blood, we exhumed them out. I said, we exhumed them out. Please, know your enemy. I don't know what I shared this story here before. A young man, very brilliant, went through school, to all the way to the university, he was just blowing the course and he got a scholarship to go to America so the family decided to organize a party for him the night of the party everything went well when he went to his room his own sister came and told him I know you've gotten a scholarship to go to America but choose between your life and staying here and going to America the young man said he thought the sister was joking because there was a lot of alcohol and boozing. So he thought the sister was speaking on the alcohol. You see, that is how witchcraft works. Witchcraft is merciless. Yeah, witchcraft is merciless. Because witchcraft operates by the spirit of wickedness. So he can kill his own son and not be sorrowful about it at all. And the young man left and went to America. Brilliant young boy. He blew the courses. He topped the class. He was ahead of all the white men. Everything was over. He had one week to return to Africa. Just a Nigerian story ahead. They call the guy, Lai if you are know, a Nigerian, maybe you understand what it means. It means that the one who knows so much that he doesn't have to look into the book. Yeah, That's how sharp the guy was. One nice day, just a week for him to come down, they went for a feast, and there was a pool, and he climbed. You no, know that thing, they climb and jump, and you know, you <laughs> won't die in such a place <laughs> because you have no business there. Yeah. This guy jumped into the water, and this is something he has been doing always for some strange reason. As he entered the water, he hit his head to the floor of the pool. The head smashed into pieces. They brought Lai Wewe's body from America with broken part of his head. They finished it. Destiny caputed. Destiny aborted. But today, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, by the speaking of the blood. I said by the speakers of the blood, whatever you have lost, you have recovered. Whatever loss you have lost, you are recovering it now. They brought his head in pieces, they brought it in pieces. Say to somebody, the enemy is the devil. Don't try to say it some other way. When everything is in order, when you have done all you are asked to do, and yet, the result is negative returns. It's a sign that you are dealing with an unseen enemy. Say, know your enemy. Come on, say, know your enemy. Come and say, know your enemy. Can we take just a prayer or two? Lift up your hands. We are preparing ourselves into tomorrow night. Please rise, wherever you are, under this atmosphere. Can you speak in the Holy Ghost for some seconds? open your mouth increase the volume of your prayer it's the season of the speaking of the blood I'm telling you, you must know your enemy don't take it for granted You must know yourself but you must know the enemy. Come on, lift up your voice. Some of you not another side of my voice. The enemy has placed all kinds of things on you. You are carrying all kinds of medical diagnosis and medical reports. Hey, la haya. By the fire of the Holy Ghost. Whatever property Satan has in this place. Back to Shanda. I said back to Shanda. We take cancer back to Shanda. We take fibroid, back to Shanda. We take heart diseases back to Shanda. We take prostate cancer back to Shanda.
1: Back, 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 back.
0: mouth, let's declare clap your hands we are an army and what armies do is that they fight armies fight we fight for our lives we fight for destiny we fight to keep the faith to Rat-toi la cate. Jane Oliakos. Rata tout l'étas. Katala, katala, katala. A tout ne sousus. A tout ne sous-sus. A tout ne sous yes, yes. yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Any weights, any weights from the cup of the enemy that is sitting on you. Clap your, and shake it off. clap your hands and shake it off. Clap your hands and shake it off. Clap your hands and shake it up in prayer. Come on, in the name of Jesus, everything may be working for you. But still, pray and clap your hands. Look at him. One more prayer. We we'll pray tomorrow and tomorrow night, God willing. So, but one more prayer. Listen to me. I thank God that this is prayer temple. So there's a certain understanding of the dynamics of the place of prayer. When we pray, it's not that we are fools, or we don't have anything to do. In fact, there are Christians who don't believe in prayer. Prayer is not only a means of getting things from God. Oh. Listen, prayer even straightens your character. If you, see, if you see a Christian struggling with character, there is a 99.9 probability that on one pair habit you can't do. you're a good woman but I'm showing you something this morning that sometimes you can put a good seed in the ground and end up seeing something else you are dealing with an enemy and there is this supernatural element of prayer that does things for us we can't explain tell somebody pray one more prayer Is this song which you sing many years in action? One more time. One more time. He allowed us to come together. One more time. One more time. One more time. He allowed us to pray together. One more time. Madam Christian, after you have done everything, and your qualification is intact. Hold on, hold on. And your qualification is intact. And your curriculum vitaya. So
2: I'm
0: pronouncing it for you the way. And everything is intact. Hey, pray one more prayer. Mama, after you have everything in the shop. And everything is shut, and you are sure of your sales, girl. And everything is fine. Still, go ahead and pray one more prayer. Tell somebody pray one more prayer. Many of you, where your problem is that you are resting on some good record. Your confidence is in the cow. The horse is prepared against the day of battle. But your safety don't come from that horse. Tell somebody, pray one more prayer. One more prayer. When everything has been put together, still go ahead and sit behind the wheel. That, that Friday we sat, I sat behind the wheel and I prayed. I prayed. It happened, but not as the enemy expected oh yes, oh yes when you sit behind, say now in the name of Jesus, but the speakings of the blood, some of you are here, you don't even know how to pray, why, this is prayer temple also, one day we were in a prayer meeting in a, in a pastor's meeting, and after the meeting, the one of our bishop asked one pastor to pray, to pray and it was horrible and I remember something Bishop James said I have never forgotten He said, when you pray, pray like a man building a house. How can you be a Christian and you don't know how to use the power of your tongue to decree things? You can't even pray over your food because you don't know what to say. You are traveling to America and you don't know what awaits you. You are about to start a business and you don't know what prayer you should pray. No." sit down and begin to put your words together. You are traveling, like I said. Father, it is written that the horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. I commit this journey into your hand, Father, it is also written that thou will give thy angels charge over me, lest I dash my foot against the stone. And now by divine authority in Christ, I decree the deployment of angels on the highway. Listen, come on, tell somebody, pray one more prayer. I see destiny's here. I said, I see destiny's here. I said, I see destiny's here. I said, I see destiny's here. Because of time, can you just pray and thank God for today, for your life? I'll hand over to our software, some few things to do, so. But pray and thank God for your life. Pray and thank God for the things you have heard. Pray for the advantage you have because of the things you have heard. If possible, lift up your two and cry unto the Lord. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead.
0: There's more power in prayer. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead.